Hi, this is Marisha Trembetska for Love Your Creativity, and I'm here today with Colin Watkeys, ahead of his solo face-to-face -face festival. Say hello, Colin. Hello. So, can I ask, Colin, how have you got involved with basically curating and directing a festival of Soho Theatre? Solo I've always done solo theatre. Um, I didn't realise I was at first, but I used to work with um, actors and cut everybody out, else out of the cast till it was just one person. And I was also mostly interested, and the, I'm going back to the early 80s, with the relationship between one performer and the audience. And I've always been um, interested in that. For a while I uh, ran a, a, a stand-up comedy venue, the Fimbra, in Earl's Court, and work with comedians because I was interested in their relationship with the audience. I wanted, I wanted the theatre to be like jazz, where people just got up, faced the audience, and it happened. Not with a set, not with a script. Well, yeah, actually, I like scripts as well. But, but where, where everything was created in the audience's imagination, and we haven't got any tacky sets or any tacky effects or anything like that, which is most of the theatre, isn't it? I know it's very, very unfashionable, but it's, it's what I like. Um, and from working with stand-up comedians who quickly start, well, it got a bit boring because it turned into they were doing auditions for Channel 4 and BBC, um, you know, for their mm -hmm. TV comedy pilots and, and then, then nearly all of them have got series or had series on TV now. But the people who I, I was most interested in were, were Claire Dowie, who was a stand-up comedian then, who started writing plays but she wrote what she called stand-up theatre. Um, and Ken Campbell, who was, a, who was a, a director and writer and comedian, who, who didn't know anything else apart from telling stories to an audience and actually creating the drama there and then. He used to call it real acting. He said, he said, he said, he said, the script's, the script's there for a bad day when the geezer's not there. But when the geezer's actually there, you just, you just let go, you just do it. That's, he's called that real acting. And, <laughs> and that's what Ken and I and Claire had in common. And I know it's not to everybody's taste, but that's actually all I'm interested in. When I see a play, quite often I just want to honed down to the one person who's got an interesting relationship with the audience and I think they could do the, all of it and it would be far more eloquent um, and um, so that's why I work with solo theatre. Right, I mean have you tried rewriting things like Shakespeare from only, I mean I've seen, uh, did I see the really famous version, come back to me, Christmas Carol, is it Patrick Stewart or? Oh yeah, no, the, yeah, yeah, he's, cause he's, done a, he's done a one man reading of it but again it was Yeah, I know you could, you could do, you could do, you could do solo versions of, yeah you could do that, you could, and then people have done solo versions of Shakespeare, they tend to be a little bit wanky though. Um, but if, if you actually applied the principle of telling the story from one character's point of view, I suppose um, Stoppard did it with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, didn't he? Telling Hamlet from the point of view of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Um, but that wasn't a solo piece. So that what was do you think you bring when you kind of work with people? Because obviously you've been working with me and seven other really interesting performers watching, helping us kind of... I guess guide us into kind of where the where is the spine of your story? Stop wash, waffling, Marisha. Um, <laughs> have ends and beginnings that make some kind of sense. But I mean, what do you feel you kind of really do bring to the process? Um, I don't. I've no idea. I've no idea. All I know is that I don't think it would be better if there was more people on stage. I don't think it would be better if this is set. And I, what I'm mostly interested in is the relationship between the performer and the audience. So. 
if, I mean, if somebody's interested in exploring that relationship between the performer and the audience, then I'm, I'm the right person. But people have said that <laughs> what I'm talking about is just good acting, um, and that actually that it's, it's good, at, you know, that really you want to have the sense of the character and the character's um, you know, storyboard or film or their emotions and how their feelings at every stage of the text, you should be able to follow that clearly. And that's really what you're doing when you're on stage and you're sharing that with an audience. Um, in solo theatre, I'm doing that in a very, very direct way. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is that I can help except for maybe encouraging people to be a little bit bolder in their relationship with an audience and not to step back but to step forward and try to create uh, some called theatrical magic in people's imagination. You could give a, one piece of advice or maybe two to anyone wanting to put up, write a show and develop a show. Is there a, like a real truth you always hang on to? Yeah, character. Character and narrative. Uh, and the narrative is the character and the character is the narrative. And listen to that. Don't try and manipulate anything. Don't try and put words into their mouths. Get to know the character. Get to know and, and get to know their narrative, which is the two, two of the same things. And, and it writes itself. I, I mean, Claire Dowie famously doesn't remember writing any of her work. And she says it's because the character wrote it. And, and from her point of view, the character does write it. <laughs> the actual guy. And the, 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 the guy who's the, who's the, the central person who everybody thinks is Claire because they all think it's autobiographical but it's not it's all fictional and she taps into that person's life she takes on she thinks it she talks about getting away with get away with telling lies about your you know who you are and where you come from and it's sort of like getting to another sort of truth what Picasso said the lies we tell to tell the truth but if you take on someone else's history that is who you become a different character and you tell their story because you're telling their narrative and you are feeling different. And actually it can affect the way you move, the way you look. I, I, know, I know Claire did one play which had four different characters, which was very different. It was an old man, a young, a young boy, a middle-aged woman and an old woman. And when the middle-aged woman came on at the end, the audience said, because there was a blackout, I had a blackout which I took out afterwards, and they said, I was very surprised that you put lipstick on in the blackout. She didn't put lipstick on. <laughs> I thought, how can you act lipstick? <laughs> but they had the impression that for the middle-aged, middle-class woman at the end, she'd put lipstick on. She hadn't put any lipstick on at all. It was, uh, it was acting. There you go. That's a challenge. Act, yes, act, act. But the point is that if you really do believe the characters and the things that you see, the audience does too. When you when you really uh, when you're telling the story and you imagine all the other characters in your story and you imagine the richness of the scenes the scenes the the stories the places that you've been or the the way it, you, way it felt the audience recreate that in their imaginations directly and it's far more um, kaleidoscopic and magnificent than cinema. Well, to me, of course, with you back at the actor centre, was it three half yeah. days? Just, yeah. And it, for me, it was very much back. Sometimes you book a workshop just so it makes you do the work. Yeah. You know, I'm a great believer in deadlines. Otherwise, I, yeah. if I have no deadline, no work happens, basically. So then, of course, this has been a 10-week one, and we're showing it Tuesday nights. But that's the beginning of a whole week, isn't it? So what else is in the... So we're on Tuesday, 8th of July, 
had seven thirty. Absolutely. <laughs> of course. And then, but then and, what and then for the rest of the week, there are on Wednesday there are five plays, five short plays which have been written by people, and it's interesting. It's interesting writing, writing that I've been interested in, and I've worked with some of them in developing those pieces for performance. But the actual scripts that have been written. On Thursday, there's a, a, a sort of a seminal text by Claire Dowie called Adult Child, Dead Child, which is a solo text, which is being performed by seven solo performers. So that piece is being reimagined, but there are still seven solo performances that knit together, so they're giving a sort of kaleidoscopic alternative version of the characters, which is quite interesting. Um, I, I think it's wonderful, actually, watching it and the, the process of the people involved in it. Some of the people involved in some of the other shows are also involved in the Adult Child, Dead Child project. On the Friday, there's the Helen project, which is five different um, versions of Helen of Troy at different stages of her life, which is interesting. And they're all presented as solo, solo performances of Helen. And also, um, on Friday, there are two pieces by... Um, Atahadari and, and Jemsky, which give the Palestinian-Israeli view of the um, life in, in Israel and the occupied territories. And that's quite good putting the two of those together because they're both people that were born there. And that's really part of the theme. And it's quite complex what comes out of seeing the two pieces together. And on Saturday, there's a, a Jemsky again is doing this amazing um, American cheerleader talking about her meal ticket which is extraordinary, a totally the opposite end of the spectrum from her 15-second piece. Betty, Betty has to go now, which is the legendary Betty Crocker, um, um, reimagined by, um, or presented by Deirdre Strath marvellously. Um, and, and two other pieces, one Martha Gellerhorn, the war correspondent. Um, and I, I already said the other piece, haven't I? It was, oh no, Civil, Civil by, by Deborah Clem. So there are a variety of different pieces throughout the whole week. And, and on Sunday, Sunday yeah. performances which are one-to-one. -one. So the Helen Project will be doing one-to-one -one where you meet each of the Helens separately. And um, Claire Dowie is, um, will give people Dylan Tarot readings, which is her tarot deck, which is based on Dylan songs. Um, Louise Wallinger tells you of dreams. She's a verbatim artist. And she records you and then tells you back. You're doing. And also there's a, a massive project in the theatre called I Remember, which is a sound installation piece about memory, which is again experience one-to-one -one with solo performer and a sound installation. So, um, and, and yourself, <laughs> the singing psychic. Singing psychic. A late edition, but we've only just, you know, but it'd be great because you're doing it in, uh, again, it's nice to see it done as a performance and also one-to-one. -one. The Helen Project has been done as a performance and one-to-one. -one. And your piece on Tuesday is done as a performance and will also be done one-to-one -one on Sunday the 13th. Which well, is fantastic. Yeah, live readings. Live, live readings yeah, on, yeah, yeah. from the singing psychic. Yeah, exactly. Thank I can't wait. I feel a whole website coming on. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So to wrap up, so we've got a festival next week, uh, July 8th down to the end of the Sunday. And then you'll do something else in November, aren't you, as well? In October. In October. October. Yeah, October the... Um, the uh, uh, I think it's the seventh, eighth to the uh, sixth to the sixth to the twelfth. And that's also here at the Lost Theatre. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Thank you very much, Colin. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. Please come. Please come. People come. Sorry. 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 <laughs> <laughs>